It's the Tellcast, episode 374. Rusty will rise again. Yeah, well. <laughs> this week, guys, we talk more Division 2. Care Bear Shortest Trip to Earth. Slay the Spire. It's a grizzly. And Rusty's pee picking heart. Stay tuned. Oh, what? Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Shit! What? We are back. Oh my god! And my finally god. recording at nine fifteen p.m. My, my poor fucking ears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the Tillcast. What fucking day is it, Jason? It is April fucking twelfth, twenty nineteen. Oh my god, it's been at like nine fuck all p.m. Yeah, well, you know, because this is the f bomb cast. Fuck all. We say fuck. Fuck. It's the fuck cast. Fuck cast. <laughs> oh, there's three guys, so... Bend over yeah. and take it. I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Rusty. And I'm Nas, and we're back. <laughs> and holy shit, it's been a lousy two weeks. Oh my god. It has been. We you are... know what? We're, we're coming up on Easter, and Rusty will rise again. <laughs> <laughs> we gave him three days, and here he comes. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, you fuckers. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Easter theme podcast. <laughs> Is it? Uh, no. Nah, not really. No, no. not really. Uh, no. I'm not in my Easter Bunny costume. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, we all are. Yeah, it's been a crazy two weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a podcast that took a shit on us a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we are actually recording... What was it? Three seventy four for the second time. Right. Yeah, no, we're not even we're not even redoing it. Yeah, no, we're, uh, that after... episode was such so fucked that Rusty almost died. I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's not wrong. Uh, it 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 was pretty stressful. Uh, that's for sure. You know, and you sit around a fucking mic, you know, set of uh, microphones, and you believe the fucking recording's just fine, and then it takes a shit. And the, the head vein was popping that night. By by it takes a shit. I mean, it became one of the two lost episodes that died to this machine. So, yeah. It it sounded really uh, high pitched and demonic and distorted, we, and we sounded up. like possessed chipmunks. Yeah, and it wasn't at high speed. It was just high pitched. Right. It was weird. It was. It was not pitch perfect. No, it was not pitch perfect. You pee motherfucker. It, we had. Uh, we. It, no, you, it made me sound like Justin Bieber, so, and that takes something. <laughs> we had gold on that fucking show too, which really disappointed me. That's, so, and, instead of recreate gold, we're right. just going to create something else. Yeah, we're just going to fucking. We're just going to go with this it. This episode's going platinum, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I don't. We may think still it drop a few p bombs. There was a whole theme for that episode that was great. Yes, um, I had it in me to do some stupid gag, and it just kept going and going, and it was. Just, I miss it, and you guys will never hear it. Yeah, we didn't even hear it. Oh uh, no, I mean, and and we're I, so we're so pissed at this. We're recording on two different things at the same time. Right, we have oh, multiple yeah. outputs going at this point. We are not losing an episode tonight. No. Even if the episode sounds a little fucked up because it's not being recorded in an optimal way, you're getting a recording tonight, motherfuckers. Yes. And motherfuckeresses. <laughs> and we are going to make sure you get something to your ear holes. Yes. Yeah. We are <laughs> literally recording to my i7 Surface Pro 4. And I'm recording and off of the laptop. fucking... 
I'm recording audio off the, jacks. the audio jack on my fucking laptop that's janky and fucking, like, has well, to be held in a fucking certain way well, and my girl fart the, close to it because it might knock it out. Well, my girlfriend US, was, was asking me after you guys left, and I come in there, and she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, the sound card took a shit on this. She's like, what? She's like, you wasted three hours? Yeah. She's yeah. like, how are they taking it? I oh was like, God. not good. Not good at all. <laughs> we could hear you outside talking while we were laid in bed, and I was like... Uh, I could tell her you were frustrated. I was, I yeah, I was way frustrated. That was this shit cannot fucking happen. No, no. I mean, I've lost three hours worth of fucking gameplay in a fucking video game, and that pissed me off. Sitting around a fucking table and creating content and losing that content and it's is scheduled. Fucking, it's it's like a it's like two sucker punches to your nuts. It, or to your uterus, whatever. I don't fucking care. It's it's, like, it's kind of like if if you ever played World of Warcraft and you streamed World of Warcraft, or before streaming, you were recording videos. Yeah. And you're like world first. Yeah. World fail, first. Fail. Eh. Fail. Right. Fail. Right. And then everybody disconnects in the middle of it. Oh, and, and then you're like, sitting yeah, there. Well, we can't fucking do anything now because somebody, some other clans got fucking world first. Now you we're know? not world first. Now we're not. We'll never be. We'll never be. Now, uh, it. It was really, really fucking upsetting. I was, I, you know, I was in the mind, I was in a mindset in the driveway, fucking, you know, trying to fucking vent, uh, that I was going to go home immediately and build like the $3,000 fucking like, you know, studio grade fucking like computer set up with all of the fucking right ports and jacks and everything. And I was going to get the all the fucking cables. The recording machine and the server at it, the same time. It would have been fucking, it, it would probably have added sound to the fucking room because it would have had like the, the setup. It would have been great. It would have also drained my bank account. Uh, so, <laughs> well, and I'm in such a place and she won't hear this until it's, probably already happened but i'm in a spot where i'm saving for a ring Ooh, and i can't back rusty right now yeah Yeah. things keep coming up like i had to get tires that then this last two weeks i had to get tires i had the scariest fucking drive of the last two years and pouring motherfucking rain and my shitty tires, I had bald-ass tires on this rain, and I was hydroplaning all over the place. Oh, jeez. And it's one of those things where my girlfriend works for a roofing company, and they were like, hey, go turn on the news at my house. She's also kind of like their, like, she has access to their house, too. And they were out of town, and they were like, hey, will you go to our house and record the news so we can see what counties got hit worse with hail? Okay. So we're driving in this fucking rain. In my car with shitty tires. She's like, why didn't you take our car, my car that has better tires? I was like, I don't know. And she looks over and I'm like, like my arms are all locked up and my face <laughs> is just centered on the road. The fucking like, the veins in his forearms like, are I'm popping just, out. I'm just like death He's... gripping the steering wheel and every little like minor adjustment I'm freaking out. Like I'm just fucking like this white knuckle treatment. It was, yeah. I've... So I had to go buy tires the next day because that was fucked up, yeah. you know? Well. And so that sent me back, and then we I heard the recording took a shit. I was like, "Oh fuck! I I can't so I can't do anything. I can't do anything. This sucks, dude. I'm so locked down (laughs) right now with finances. I can't spend anything right now. So I'm kind of locked into that, and I am about there. Like in two weeks, I will be there. Well, it's it's probably not going to. uh, 
It's probably not going to last two weeks. I'm going to fucking make a decision this weekend. You know, as far as what, you know, what we're going to do for the tech, you know, behind this. I mean, the weakest link, really, literally, the weakest link of the whole fucking thing is the recording device, the laptop itself. Everything else we could be plugging into, like, a 36 input. Right. Like, we could have like a fucking, fucking stereo deck and fucking, you know, equalizer and fucking amplifiers. People fucking... record gold records on these yeah, mics. Yeah, this is, you know, and <laughs> this, yeah, exactly. I mean, these are not This fucking... is definitely the best mics that I've recorded on ever, these are... including when I played in a punk band. Right. These are not fucking cheap mics. I mean, the, even the one that I'm on, it sounds a little bit different, uh, is still a quality mic. It's just not quite as good as the ones that I decided to get for you guys. Uh, in the, uh, you know, we're, we're using a, a Yamaha MG 10 XU, which is a smaller, you know, uh, well, we, did, we didn't need, but we didn't, yeah, we didn't we need needed, like, we needed up to, thousands. we needed up to 40 or 40 up to four inputs. And right. we can actually go up to six on that. If and, we needed and, to. And, and well, it's got the this reason button that they the won't let me use. The reason he went ahead and did the additional inputs is if we, Ever did have to expand the show or attempt to say record a Skype call for one of us to be on the show, etc. Right, we have the inputs for that. Right, we have all of the inputs and everything set up properly so that, and we even have the cables for it uh, to be able to hook up to any laptop that we need. We're actually doing that in reverse right now. Right, because <laughs> I've got the cables that I had bought for, for that. Four Skype calls hooked up the other way. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. It, it, you know, it, it might work. I don't know. It, and before we get to Rusty's death and rise again. Oh, jeez. Um, immediately that week I had ants. So oh, I went, I went through the antocalypse, and what I was doing is I was, I call it seeding the yard, you know, poisoning the entire lawn. Yes. With diametacus earth or whatever the fuck diatomaceous diatomaceous earth earth and um some other like seven dust basically so i I went through and did the entire lawn with a grass spreader after like cutting my lawn and all that other shit and watering my lawn and then i guess through all that process some of the ants decided they were just going to come into the bathroom and i say some i mean thousands um yeah and it started happening very quickly, and thank God my girlfriend was not here when that was happening, because I was I was freaking out a little bit. I was like, "Holy fuck, that's a lot of ants!" And so I got the vacuum cleaner, and I just started sucking the fuckers up <laughs> by the truckload. Suck those ants! Like you could you could hear them like being sucked in there. Like there were so many, and so- I filled up half a container in there with ants. Oh jeez! And then I took and I sprayed ant spray that I still had left over from last year on the baseboards, and then like a bug blocker. And they were still coming in, but this time as they're coming in, they're coming in and dying in the middle of the floor. Uh-huh. So I I went and I was researching like what it's what's the deal? And I was like, oh, they got a scent trail. I need to disrupt that with mint. So I got peppermint extract so and mixed it with what water. what you're telling me is you mega-mated them. Yes. <laughs> he said it to suck, <laughs> not blow. Yeah. Said it to suck, not blow. <laughs> you ass. But uh, yeah, so I ended up doing that, and now they're not coming in at all. But I think I killed an entire colony between vacuuming them, them yeah. up and so, spraying my baseboards well, yeah. and everything. Yeah. So, and then I did the, like, the... The whole thing around your house, you spray around the entire house. Mm. Did all that shit. I was making sure I didn't have any fleas in the lawn or oh, yeah. any of that other shit or crickets. So, especially motherfucking crickets. Here, right. Fuck here's crickets. where the here's where uh, 
what you do is before you treat the outside, you use the diatomaceous earth inside. Yeah. Entry, entry points, cabinets, etc. Yeah. Because what the diatomaceous earth actually does is any arthropod like that, it actually dries them out. So when they eat it, it's not eating. It's not that they, they eat it. it I is, thought it cut them apart. It it's dries a, their it's an abrasive. It's an abrasive surface. Yeah. So when they when they get it on their uh, their carapace, it'll actually cut into the carapace, and the cuts will actually dry them out. Yeah. So, um, so you do that, and then you treat the outside with chemicals. Right. And diatomaceous earth is just you know. Because uh, it'll just wash away in the rain. It's like it does nothing or, for your yard. It's it's like a, a fucking uh, coral or some bullshit. I don't know. It's, yeah, basically. It's really fucking fine. And that's what, what does it need. to the kids. To the kids. To, to the, the fucking, kids? Yeah. Do, to the does kids? It, does it to the kids. Uh, it does it to the fucking bugs. Um, but, yeah, you can't get it wet. So putting you know putting it out on the lawn will only work on dry days. And as soon as it rains, it's pretty much just part of the soil. Well, the seven point. dust is also out there, too. Well, yeah. I mean... And I feel like it's done its job because I haven't seen a fucking buggy. So, the one way to guarantee no ants. Rusty found this, passed it on to me, and I've used it ever since. Yeah. You get, like, the bare or ortho granule insecticide. Yes. Spread that on your lawn. With a seed you have to wet it to activate it, right? <clears throat> oh, I so did some of that too. Of, so instead that of, was my barrier. Instead of wetting it with the regular just water, no, you double I down. Buy the, I buy the ortho home defense and wet the shit down with that. <laughs> so, so there's an, a wet active chemical activating the dry granule chemical. <laughs> And it's basically, you know, he's poisoning the entire yard and the house yeah. and everything around it. But I have had to do battle with the fucking, like, massive cockroaches. Uh, and, and anybody who lives in a city actually has had to deal with them. But these are the fucking, like, big German-style fucking cockroaches. They're, like, the fucking hit in your, you know, like, sit in your fucking hand big. Uh, and uh, not the German ones. Those, those are the small the ones. The German These, ones are the small brown the, ones. The big ones. The fucking like the, big, the big ones that my apartment was calling water bugs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, those are not water bugs. Those are huge fucking roaches. So uh, so there was a place out on the uh, the, the west side. Um, or was it the east side? The east side. Um, east side. And uh, I had you know, somebody had actually brought in fucking manure to do you know, some, I guess, gardening in their backyard or whatever, but it was fucking raw manure, which, I mean, it didn't, it didn't go through any type of treatment. It's not fertilizer. It was just fucking like you went to the fucking, you know, you went and got manure from a fucking, you, you know, went through the poop store and yeah. got a bunch of poop. So, so with it came fucking roaches and these were not fucking small. These were fucking massive and it, eh, was a bad fucking they, time these were actually like the full-size american cockroach yeah, the, the big black big bastards fuckers. with the brown ass so so there was there was a tipping point I, I i knew that there was roaches and i knew that they were fucking coming in and i said okay we're gonna fucking treat the inside of the house and you just do the fucking home defense spray and you'd just be like okay we're good right 
And we weren't good. They were getting worse. And I said, no, this is not fucking happening. And the tipping point was when I went outside and had a big fucking cement slab out back. Uh, And I opened the fucking door, flipped the fucking light on, and the cement slab went from black to gray. As the whole fucking slab was completely covered in fucking roach body. It was... And they were scurrying the fuck away from the light. Like... I've never seen that many. I said, oh, hell no. And I went and spent 200 fucking dollars on all the pesticide. (laughs) (laughs) I I went to fucking Home Depot and I said, I want the stuff that kills things. And I went and I bought like fucking four different kinds of fucking pesticide. Two things for fucking hose. I was fucking like dual wielding with one fucking attached to the hose the other one was on a fucking like pump and i'm sitting there fucking like spraying while i'm spraying i am (laughs) i i I bought a fucking seed spreader and i went through three fucking bags for the backyard and two bags for the front way more than you need but well and i i actually treat my yard two to three times a year basically because i have two empty houses next to me right one one to my north that is like the old neighbor next door's storage house. Right. And then the other one's completely vacant. No one living in it at all. Now. Right. <laughs> There's been a couple squatters a couple times. Um, so, naturally, there are roaches. Whenever, whenever a house gets treated, mm, it just... They pretty much go to one of those two empty houses. Right. You know. Well. So, and of course, they naturally migrate to my house because it's in the middle. Yeah. And guess what? You know, I, I, yeah. We so needed to we've, fucking do this. We've shit. done battle we've, with yes. roaches a couple times. We've treated the other fucking yard and the other fucking house. Like, we set up a fucking, like, straight up barrier. If I could just pour acid all over the fucking like yard there i would uh i i hate bugs and the bad part is it's not like the big roaches the big roaches i can almost deal with no because you can find them fuckers and you can get rid of them no you know what's really annoying is like i was just making sure that water bug wasn't a thing Uh uh-huh and I just looked up roach. The American cockroach is also commonly known as the water bug, the flying water bug, or palmetto bug. Oh, yeah. I cannot, you know, and this is more than 10 years at this point, yeah. right? But just my old apartment complex. Oh, those are just big water bugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're big water bugs. Big fucking roaches. Yeah. We wouldn't want to call them roaches. Roaches have a bad connotation. But these roaches, do you, I don't remember if you know if you remember, but we found one the size of my thumb. Yep. And I was like, Oh, hell no. Okay, so... And that was when Holly came in with her, like, $1,000 vacuum and vacuumed our house while we, like, washed everything in the house. Right. Well, I mean, there's a tipping... You know, there's another fucking tipping point there that that fucking happened. Uh, You know, having roaches is bad, guys. It's, It's, like, the worst fucking thing that you could have outside of like maybe bed bugs because bed bugs suck too. Well, and to be um, fair, as dirty as that apartment was, we didn't leave food around. Mm-hmm. It's just we smoked indoors all the time. Right. It was horrible. Yeah, and, and it's it's it smelled like an ashtray. But um But that's not the smell that attracts roaches. So 
what would you do if you're fucking like you're just you're passed out you have this mental uh, you know that you have fucking you know have roaches around but like there are i would sleep elsewhere well i went to sleep one day and i woke up and i went to the fucking bathroom like you, you do in the fucking you know in the middle of the fucking night and i go I mean, old people do uh, I, I go to the fucking bathroom, I go up to the fucking mirror, wash my hands, and I look, and there's this fucking, like, big brown spot on my fucking side. I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? I look down, and it's a fucking crushed roach on my fucking skin. Like, stuck to my side. Oh, I it can never be clean again. I, I, I immediately jumped in the fucking shower. I, I was scrubbing myself down. I looked, I basically tore my fucking bed apart. I, you're not quite awake when you do these things in the middle of the fucking night. That woke me up, and I could not go to sleep again. That you called was, into work, didn't you? <laughs> that that was that was the day that I walked out or I opened the door in the middle of the fucking night and saw that, and that was what triggered everything. I was like, okay, this is war, bitches, and <laughs> I am not above using chemical weapons. <laughs> Uh, it was, uh, it, it, it's not a good, it's not a good thing, man. Um, I fucking hate those same things. I love going to war with bugs. I don't, I don't really, really, I don't either. I spent most of Sunday dealing with the fucking ants. Right. I mean, it was just one thing after another. Like, it's like, oh, now they're inside. Now I got to do battle inside. Right. And we were supposed to have dinner later on, and I was like, shit, I got to get all of this cleaned up. I got to get all cleaned up. I'm not going to. The battlescape has changed. Yeah, it it was a, it was <laughs> turned into panic. I was just like. Yeah, yeah it, it's having an infestation of any kind, and, and she's fucking anything. She, she's pretty tough. I mean, she yeah. would have gotten over it and understood that I'm not a gross person, but right. like it would, it was fucking with me. The thing is, is, you know, ants, you know, unfortunately, these types of, you know, infestations are really common. Uh, and well, and for me, I think it's because I was watering the lawn to activate the other pesticide and I probably filled several ant burrows. Whatever. I mean, you, you will end up getting rid of them. It's, you know, and, well, I've and, been rid of them for a week. I haven't seen any new dead guys Good, because it's, it got to a point where there was still a whole bunch crawling in, but they were just dying. It's just like they were like army crawling across the floor and then you'd watch them <laughs> die. It's like. Well, I mean, at least the it's, it's working. working. That's that is a good sign because you know it's working. Unfortunately, you have to clean up their carcasses. But yeah, there's so many of them. Yeah, but I'm not even kidding, Rusty. Like if I I dumped all this in the trash outside, right? But uh, like there were enough ants that I could have piled them up and filled this cup. That's just nasty, man. That's that's a pretty big cup. And this is like a 16 ounce. That's a pretty big cup. Thermos cup. Yeah. Yeah. Now it. Yeah, dealing with that shit is, it's, it's the worst, man. It is, it is legit the worst. Uh, and it came at a time where, so, I gave her. She was wanting to know, like, she's not gonna like change my house, but my house is not. There's nothing done to it, right? Right. You just moved in. It's still four years later, five years later. This this room has gotten more modifications than any. You know, I don't have house. anything hanging in the house. Right. Like, nothing. We've decided we were going to do some things to the house, and so I told her what my budget was. And so I gave her a budget of what I'd be willing to do monthly until it was done. 
she then figured out everything she was going to do to the house for like the next 10 months. <laughs> priced like, out in everything you know what down to tax we down to do everything it all at once she so... pulled out her notepad and her phone <laughs> and just went to town for hours while i was gaming on sunday night and i'm just goofing off there playing games and then she's over there like mentally figuring out everything in the entire house is she gonna do anything in here no okay no, in fact she figured out how to rearrange the living room and so i could still have my stuff and how i could still have all that other stuff I could still have my nerd stuff and just have it organized. Uh, just or you know, so 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 she just wants to organize everything. So she's not going to make you, you know, she's not going to kick your computer off the. No, you know, she figured out how to. She we're going to take the mantle off uh-huh. and drop a TV down in front of that so it's lower because uh-huh. I never use the fireplace to begin with. Right, and then basically just close off the fireplace. Well, you kind of need to do that anyway. But yeah, but I'm just <laughs> saying, and then on either side of that. Is we're going to put storage for all that stuff. Okay. So, and she's like, you could have your games closer to your console. That makes more sense. And then we're going to put a whole bunch of shelving behind all that stuff behind on the other wall. Okay. And then she wanted to do a bunch of stuff like expand the counter space in the kitchen and repaint all the drawers and all that other stuff. Wow. So, but she's figured out how to do this on this budget that's not huge, but not small. Uh It's basically the budget I'm using to save for the ring. There you go. So, so I now I'm in a position where I really should buy the ring. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I've been there for a while. It keeps having things spend money, right? But and then we got like this crazy shower head that she really wanted, and it was just spitting out water. And I jacked with it enough. I mean, I have a little bit of a plumbing background. Uh-huh. cleaned a lot of pipes. <laughs> um, no, in all reality, I did it uh, work for a plumbing supply with Matt that's been on the show for a long time. Gotcha. And I know there's a limiter in there, so I figured out where the limiters were and pulled the limiters out, and now it fucking sandblasts. That's a true water bug, also known as the Indian toe biter. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, that's not the water. The, the What I had was big fucking rivers. I mean, you can find these in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. All, but only in certain places. Will you please take the picture off your phone? If you, and if you haven't figured this out, we're talking about 30 minutes of bowl. Bullshit. Bullshit. We'll get to games here in a minute. Yeah. So I've got other interesting things to say, but I've been talking for a while. Jason, what have you been doing for two weeks with your time that is not game related? (laughs) (laughs) Specific. Nothing. Not game related. (laughs) Nothing. Um, We took the kids roller skating one night, which was. Yeah. Eventful. Yeah. To say the (laughs) least. Uh, the wife ended up buying shrimp. Why? At the roller skating rink. Why? Um, because she was hungry. But why you would get seafood at a skating rink? I I would. That is not the place I would do it. So needless to say, my wife spent the entire next day in the bathroom. Of course, because. There was, she she was given until she had nothing left to give, and then she gave some more. Like, <laughs> I got home, she had banished the kids to their rooms, and she was just sitting in the bathtub because it would not stop. Oh my god. 
<laughs> just puking her guts out. Oh, just, man. She just sat in there and threw up. Yeah, yeah pretty much. She, she <laughs> like, I get oh, food poisoning. I get Fucking food poisoning. Shower, and it's like one giant shot till my stomach's empty. No, she's going for like hours. Yeah. She just turned the shower on and listened to the rains <laughs> of Africa much. as you just <laughs> throw up your guts. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but it kind of surprised me. So she does that and then she turns around and walks a 5K. I don't understand the how next she, morning. she did that. I mean, I told her, no, don't fucking do that. Granted. By the time she was sure she was done puking, she pretty much went immediately to bed and like slept for sixteen hours. Oh well, I guess there's that. You know, woke up, did the race the next morning. <laughs> That's dedication right there. It Holy is. shit. It is. That's, but hey, that's I'm, that is definitely the pre-race purge you didn't I'm, really expect. <laughs> I'm proud of her. She's down. She's down 15 pounds in a month. <laughs> that's because she just it's because she's ten. been vomiting. <laughs> she just lost 10 pounds in a day. <laughs> hey man, she's been sticking with the exercise, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discourage her at all. Yeah, we're both on the low carb and the intermittent fasting thing, and it seems to be working pretty well. Yeah. I I I will be changing my diet. Again. I'm down 15 pounds since Christmas, and I feel pretty good about it. Uh, I have been off a of low carb and have gained 20 pounds in the last six months, so that's not good. <laughs> yeah. So Time we figured out that. how to make motherfucking ice cream. I know, and I don't need another oh. appliance. <laughs> we made it without an appliance. I know, and I really don't want to. You know, know what's in it? Uh, cream. I'm sure. Cream is a big component of ice cream, and, yes. And uh, the darkest dark chocolate, the darkest, most metal chocolate ever, right? Um, butter, but, of course, butter, will. some kind of binder, I think, and um, a sweetener that's no calorie, right? And that's, that's pretty much it. Sure, it yeah. And egg yolk, okay, because egg yolk, all right, that's, that's probably part of the binder. A good binder, yeah. You can't tell, I mean, and there's a whole cooking process that happens before you freeze it, too. Or, I mean, when you make right. custard to make regular homemade ice cream, right. that's you basically a, making it's a, a turner. I think it's basically there's custard. There's egg in the custard, so I mean. Well, if you add egg to ice cream, it's a custard. That's just the way it is. Whatever it is, it tastes like freaking ice cream. Oh, well, okay. There's, there you go. I would, I would, but I won't because I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> um, and, and that's probably one of the fucking reasons I I haven't really gone back to low carb steady, you know, is I've just gotten fucking lazy. Um, that's understandable. It's just, uh, you know, cooking low carb is not hard. It's just that uh, it requires effort. You have to actually, you know, because a lot of the stuff requires you know, fresh meat, and that right. only stays good for a couple of days. Well, so. she figured out how to make fried rice out of cauliflower the other day. Uh, I would be not cool with that. It tastes like fried rice. That That's fine. The texture's like fried rice. That's cool. You cannot taste cauliflower. That And that's fine. But it was, we were talking about it being one of the highlights of her cooking for me is finding a way to make Fried rice, low carb. 
Okay. So she made that with chicken, and she marinated the chicken and did all this stuff. We did, like, low-carb prep Monday and smoked a bunch of food, but that was one of the things, and I ate all of that shit in, like, two sittings. See, if I had a smoker, I would not have nearly as much problems, because Or then just I somebody who's committed food. to low-carb with you that can cook for you. Oh, well, you know. Or, mm-hmm. you know, another friend who has mm-hmm. a smoker, you could come over for an evening. Oh, man. I would have to, like, basically stay here the entire fucking day smoking stuff. I'm not you sure. You just give me shit to smoke while I'm smoking stuff on Monday. You... Both your friends at this table have smokers. They could just you just buy the meat, and when we're smoking that week, you we just throw it on there, and then you. I pick haven't it up. even gotten to break in my smoker yet. Literally, it, it needs wood burned. I basically <sighs> do this every Monday, so you just bring it back Sunday night. Don't stay too long because I have to have time with my girlfriend. But right, there's uh, he has but to have sexy time. I do. Right. So if just don't come at eleven or ten, <laughs> right when she's still awake, and then just give me things to put on the smoker the next day, and then the following night when you're back on a wake up schedule, or I even hand deliver the shit to you. Oh yeah, I doubt that's gonna work. And he comes to your apartment for the first time ever uh, yeah, so we can have come over so we can have some cuddle time yeah well you know jason hasn't cuddled with me in a while i know right asshole i mean i just me got too. i just got man i got so this is gonna so sound we so totally fucking, got derailed yeah and this is gonna sound it's gonna sound bad i don't give a fuck um i have lines now like i got my hair cut by somebody who does lines I got a fucking fade. <laughs> Why'd you go and do that? And, uh, well, so the person I set an appointment with to get my hair and beer cut with was getting over 100 Google reviews a day um, as being very good at cutting beards and hair. Like, she, spe- she speci- specifically deals with male haircuts. So I spent a lot of money getting a male haircut and letting somebody who essentially gets a shitload of reviews all the time, um, cut my hair. Because I just figured, mm-hmm. you know what, if I'm going to spend 40 bucks on a haircut, I'm going to get it done by somebody who really knows what they're doing. And this person literally is just like, they're almost ticking while she's cutting hair. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, so, older gal that cut my hair, like, <laughs> it looks like I went to a black barber. Like, it's that clean. <laughs> Hey, I don't mean that any kind right, of way other than positively. Uh, outside of I've the been I've been joking with that with some friends at work. They're like, <laughs> you need to go to this like traditional black barber shop so you can get some lines. They're like, what do you mean? It's like your beard is not straight. You need to get it cut straight. So I asked her if she did lines when I called her up. <laughs> That's so she's funny. like, Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, she cut the shit out of my beard and trimmed it the fuck up and then trimmed my hair the fuck up. Yeah. And I feel good about spending the money I did. Uh, yeah. I plan on doing that once I'm out of this strange growth phase where everything wants to do whatever the fuck it wants. No, well, if you got the money, I can tell you who to go to. She kicks fucking ass. It, it's it got to get about half an inch longer before I do that. Yeah, and she still let me keep the length on the bottom, but just got my sides cleaned up. So I'm going full Viking at this point. Here I am with a neck beard. By the time <laughs> summer hits, by the time summer hits, I may start braiding it. Uh, uh, I haven't shaven in a week. <laughs> oh, dude, could you not, dude at work? Has it like this long? Well, I mean, in the audio form, that, that makes no yeah, sense. Just, so yeah, it's about it's, it's about upper nipple. 
this it, dude. It's almost a foot off of his chin. Uh, to the uh, nipple line on your chest. Right. Yeah. Mid-sternum. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Three so ribs down. Freaking nuts. It, yeah. I but can't he's good. a big guy, so it only drops to, like, right here. But if he takes it and stretches it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't grow a beard. No matter how much yeah. I try. Rusty just, as I lose more hair, tea. I will pay more attention to all of it. Yeah, well, exactly. It's definitely migrated it's, lower. It comes from the top down. Um, it's, it's like it seeps through the skin. Gin. For me, it just seeps through the skin until it gets down to the lower part of my face, and that's where it grows faster. Yeah, well, my beard actually grows faster than my hair. Yeah. It, it's, it just skips my jawline completely. I wish I had that problem. <laughs> I actually no, wish I had Rusty's problem on top. I could you know, lose my hair tomorrow morning. I don't have to worry about going it. to the fucking barbershop. As far as as far as I'm concerned, I'm fine with what I've got because all I need to do is have a fucking cheap ass fucking buzz, you know, buzz, you know, fucking buzz my head every so often. And during the summer months, I just take fucking shaving cream and a fucking shaver and shave that fucking shit shiny, and. Uh, it is shiny, folks. And uh, because he's a vampire, it glistens. It glistens. Hey, you know, you and, and you have to have proper scalp care afterwards because you, know, you want to make sure that you get that Bruce Willis. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to use the fucking bald headedness as a weapon in the sun. You need to be able to shine it in people's eyes and blind them. That's that's my defense. We call him Brusty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> no, I regularly but, shave mine down to zero trying to kill it. Right. Well, you can't kill it. I can't. And I can't kill it. Like, I have been trying for well over a decade, and it's not thinner. In well, fact, it's thicker. This, the, the very top of my head is nothing more than, like, fucking peach fuzz. It's so smooth right now. Do people um, feel it? Huh? Do people pet it? Uh, I've had people pet my head before. Yes, yes. It's 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 an odd situation. Can I it, can it, I touch it? You you want to touch my head? Just, just the tip. Oh, just the tip. Man, look Suck at this. Jason's I mean, right Jason's here. so graceful with his hands. Yeah, I mean that right there. See, I'm getting groped on the show, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, like I don't grope you on a regular. We can we can cut a laughter. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So, it's the fuck cast. It's the fuck cast. It is the um, fuck cast. So, after after all this, after the after her getting sick and after the run getting back on track here, um, pretty much pretty much we've stuck in game at night. Um, yeah. about the about the only thing I've done. I'll say the last two weeks since we lost the last recording. Right. Was I finished Supernatural up to season 14. Okay. So, Still just waiting on Netflix season. there. Um, Ultraman's good. Okay. Ultraman's actually really worth it. Um, and that's really about it. Like, we caught up on our a uh, couple of our network TV shows, like The Rookie. No, yeah, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, um, it's 
I most haven't gotten what, into Ultraman. Most of but... what what I did though was the division. I'll admit it. Well, that's pretty much all I've done. But I've had a pretty hell week. Uh, you know, holy shit. So after you the fucking almost had to haunt me. Yeah. Well, after the fucking episode decided to die on me uh, last week, uh, the I was I was under a bit of stress. I definitely was you know really considering overpaying on shit. Uh, and, uh, eventually I calmed down enough to basically tell Jason, I'm not going to do a fucking thing for the next couple, you know, next day at least, uh, until I've calmed down. Cause I, I tend to over, uh, over engineer when I run into a problem like this. He does. Uh, so, uh, I, I decided that I was just going to chill and the fucking next day I, I wake up and, you know, I thought that I was. I thought I was fairly calm. I was still kind of upset. I was pissed. I couldn't remember my fucking drive home. It was, uh, I, I was, uh, I was as mad as I could get without like punching somebody. Um, so, uh, I, when I woke up, I, you know, I just fucking gamed. I, I just turned my brain off and just fucking played video games. Uh, but I noticed that I was, uh, I was having some, uh, some issues, you know, and I've had these issues before, but normally it's like right before I go to bed, um, I will have a, a weird heartbeat situation, like, a you know, like a skip beat and then a really strong beat right afterwards. And it happens a couple times right before I go to bed, but it's just, it was enough to, you know, basically wake you up, but not quite like it, it, it didn't hurt. It didn't like it didn't affect me in any way. It didn't get lightheaded or anything. It just it was like a weird fucking heartbeat. It's unsettling, sure, but it's not life threatening, right? And I was having that the entire day that you know uh, that Saturday and then Sunday. Uh, it happened for two days straight, uh, and then Monday I had a really rough day at you know at work, uh, and this was happening. And of course, it just became it became a whole lot worse as soon as the stress started hitting. Uh, and I had, you know, I was, you know, getting flush in the face. I was getting chills in the back of my neck. I was getting lightheaded whenever it was happening. I was, you know, short of breath and stuff like that. So I basically took every precaution I could at work. I didn't have an option to really leave, uh, you know, to immediately go to the emergency room. Of course, I didn't feel any pain or any, anything like that. And I was, well aware of the signs of you know an emergency so uh, I basically just said you know, to the security guards hey monitor me I just need to make sure that I'm you're not going to pass out in the fucking hallway or something and you know I just continued with my day and as soon as I got off work that day I went to the ER and uh, I had extremely high blood pressure and my wife met him there yeah I called I called your wife and I said hey look uh I don't know what the fuck's deal, but I'm going to the ER right now. And of, of course, all my wife texts me is, you know, I'm headed to the ER to meet Rusty because he had irregular heartbeats at work. Oh, yeah. That's and great. I'm like, oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, great. So, of course, what's the next thing I do? I, I turn around. And this motherfucker. And I immediately text the dude. Don't die. Hey, on me. don't die on me. Like you asshole, you're like fuck you. Uh, I said, all right, I'll I'll just haunt you anyway. Um, so yeah, I get to the fucking do- you know get to the 
ER. Now I get I get checked into the fucking ER, and this is the fastest I've ever been through an ER. Seriously, if I need to go to an ER, I'm going to that one because I broke my fucking leg. I was in obvious fucking trauma fucking years and years ago. Well, to be honest, any ER you go to with the symptoms you were having, they're going to fast track you because of the chances that you're having the problem is the problem is is that there was nobody in the waiting room. Nobody. So uh, so I went to the fucking ER with a broken leg and my fucking leg is basically hanging limp off of a fucking, you know, uh, off of a wheelchair and I wait for two hours. Uh, I go into this fucking ER and I say, uh, I think I've got an arrhythmia or some kind of heart palpitation or something like that. I don't have any pain, but that's definitely causing some issues. Uh, and they get me into a fucking room, and they hook me up all the whole machines, and the whole fucking ER, like, literally everybody is in the room. I had maybe ten people around me at one point. Like, what the fuck is happening? Am I gonna die? They're, and, of course, they go through the whole fucking, like, checklist. Are you on any medications? What's your fucking dirt of birth? And, and then they ask me, do you have a living will? And I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, it's gotten real now. I've already been contemplating mortality at this point. You really needed to fucking, like, give me that brain fuck? I know it's a common question, but still, it was brain fucking me really hard as I'm, you know, getting fucking, like, poked and prodded and they're fucking putting stickers and shit on me. Did you go to Bailey? I went to to the uh, ER in Owasso. Okay. Yeah, that's Bailey. No, I didn't go to Bailey. It was St. John's. Um... So there's the same job. Yeah. So, uh, so of course I get, get hooked up to all the fucking machines and they get, you know, put a cuff on me and they put a fucking like, you know, got hooked up to fucking machines. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like fucking like ram it and fucking send it right to jackhammer. Right fucking, up in the poop shoot. Huh? Yeah. Well, uh, I had a Frank Zappa song. <laughs> <laughs> ram it. So, uh, so, they get the initial diagnosis. They figure out what the fuck the deal is. And then, you know, uh, then this like gaggle of fucking med students come in. Uh, like there was like three or four of them. Uh, and what if they ask you to pull down your pants? What do you do? Well, what am I going to do? You know what? I mean, if you're in a fucking ER, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, you don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. If they need to do some kind of fucking rectal Ask exam. Ask for an explanation. I'd be like, what why? does a rectal exam have to do with my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> why do you need to go to my heart through my ass? Um, Usually they'll, they'll bring in the med students for anything that you don't see on a regular. Well, the the med students came in and they, you know, because they had me on an EKG, did not incur my heart rhythm and. Uh, and stuff. So they brought the med students in and basically showed them what an AFib looked like with me being the fucking guy. Like, uh, yeah, hey, I'm the guy. Look at this. You were, you were assisting students practice medicine. And this, and they were looking this at This is my... where masturbation is good. So through masturbation, you increased said problem. Right? Right. And then because of masturbation, med students learned something about science through your body. Yes. It was all because of masturbation. Um, (laughs) 
So, yeah. Uh, and then the med students are like, uh, let me listen. Can I listen? And then, of course, they have to ask me because it's not part of the, the normal right. uh, normal treatment. So they're like, can, can we listen? I'm like, uh, I'm on a fucking, like, uh, I'm on a fucking hospital bed. What am I going to do? Say no? You can't listen? Asshole? <laughs> like, no. Go ahead. Put that fucking cold-ass stethoscope right next to my man tits. I don't fucking care. So they're fucking listening, and they're like, yeah, I hear it. Can we check your pulse? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could feel that. Like, yeah, I fucking feel it too. Thanks. I can tell you exactly when it fucking happens. Um, and, and then uh, they, uh, they're they like, we've never done an IV before. Can we do an IV on you? And I'm like, oh, shit. I am notoriously fucking hard to put an IV in. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and every time I give blood, they fucking, like, they're rooting around for fucking three minutes trying to find the right fucking you know, spot to stick me. Um, hey, she did the IV just fine. So there's that, you know, and I'm like, congratulations. You've done what most fucking, you know, uh, you know, people who do fucking blood donations can't fucking do. So, you know, only a small bruise. Congratulations. Um, you know, but... Yeah, they said I had really high blood pressure and I had AFib, which is just a... An irregular heartbeat. Just an irregular heartbeat. It's just not supposed to happen every five beats, Um, which, you know, sucks. But it's not life-threatening, so I'm not fucking fragile. You can fucking, like, you know, I, I don't need any special fucking treatment. You know, I just have to take medication. Uh, and and a know, bear. And go to the doctor. I keep that shit around anyway. Um, <clears throat> keep a spare bear? I, yeah, I just, you know, I keep a bear in the closet because I What's mean, his you name? never know when you need a bear, right? Uh, yeah, so. Maybe you could get him to make you keto food. No, 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 no. <laughs> a, an actual bear. You know, not a fucking, like, man bear. You man bear. Uh, <laughs> uh, not a hairy man with a well-trimmed not, beard? Not, not a hairy man with a well-trimmed beard. An actual, like, fucking grizzly. You know, it's some miniature one. Adams. <laughs> Dick. Anyway. Uh, That's what he's looking for. <laughs> right oh, up the poop chute. Jesus. Anyway, it's right. been a really fucking rough week because, I mean, you, you run into something like that. Of course, I'm a big guy. Uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not small. Uh, you know, uh, so I, I worry about certain things, you know, and the heart is one of those things. It's one of those things that I really can't affect super much. So, uh, so I worry about it. And that kind of, you know, that whole fucking ordeal was, it, it mind fucked me for a couple of days. Uh, so I admit, you know, initially wanted to fucking do, uh, you know, some tech research to fucking, you know, you, need us... to, you needed to take days for yourself. And I'm yeah. glad that you made that decision. Yeah. And, and I didn't necessarily, we were make... actually tonight, depending on how he was feeling, we were totally in his position to take it off. For me, it was, right. am I happy that we're doing the show? I think you can tell by the way we intro right? right. But at the same time, we want to keep our resident brusty alive. I'm fine. It's just, like I said, it's just medication keeping my fucking, you know, my sanity level in yeah. check. 
It, it's still scary. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, like I said, it's just been a but, mind. Hey, hey, I did you proud. Mm. I played the division with Justin that night, mm. and I waited to let you tell him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I totally could just. Oh, by the way, Rusty's in the hospital right now. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, I, I, I it, it, it actually took me a, a minute to actually, you know, tell people because I wanted to tell, I wanted to tell my family first and let them, you know, process it. Of course, mom freaks out every fucking time I have a medical issue. So, uh, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not fragile. I'm not fucking going away. This world has to do a lot fucking worse to make take me away from it. So, um, I'm just, you know, I'm just me. I'm just, I'm on a beta blocker me. So, um, yeah, so I, hey, I told everybody. Plus and, is, last time you were on beta blocker, it reduced the frequency of your migraines. It did not. It did not. That's why I didn't continue. That's, the, you know, it didn't. It didn't affect my migraines. In fact, I had a fucking migraine Wednesday. Oh. So I was on fucking beta blocker and I had a fucking migraine. It doesn't do a goddamn thing for my migraines because my migraines are not tied to my blood pressure. My migraines are tied to fucking scar tissue in my brain case because, you know, putting your head through a windshield is not a good thing for your longevity. Uh Oh, I totally thought that was bear claw. Oh yeah, I wrestled a bear. That's, <laughs> I I I Remember, wrestled that same that's fucking what bear. You tell people. I wrestled that same fucking bear, tame that motherfucker, and keep him in my closet. Yeah. He gives you the gift of <laughs> <laughs> keto baking and cuddles. Um. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's what, been what he's not telling you is the bear in his closet's Winnie the Pooh. Pooh. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's the most fucking like exciting fucking thing that's happened in the last two I, weeks. I would for call me. it the exact opposite of exciting. Yeah, well, I actually it was pretty fucking exciting because it is you know it's not every day that you like that, stare face. That's actually probably the worst part of issues like that is when you start thinking about yeah you know how it's affecting you etc. When you start worrying about it. Your adrenaline naturally starts going as well, and, and it just makes it worse. stacks on top of the problem. It makes it worse. Yeah, well, I mean, it 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 was not a natural situation where I when I looked at my fucking uh, blood pressure and it was like seventy five percent more than it really should be. So, uh, it yeah, it was bad. Um, but I'm under I'm under control now. And I'm gonna, I'll, I'll still be taken here. I'll, you know, just, He's alive. I'm alive. I'm not gonna go anywhere. It did take three days. Uh, what, what to get normalized? To resurrect? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the f- fucking uh, my my coworkers basically said, "No, you're not going to work." I'm like, all right, <laughs> okay. Uh, Okay. If you uh, insist. Yeah, I'm not. I I'm I'm not I'm not broken, but I'm not gonna de- you know I'm not gonna deny that I need some time off. So yeah, I just stayed home from work. I can tell week, you this. So 
same thing happened to a co-worker of mine a year and a half ago. He's off for almost like a month straight. Yeah, I couldn't fucking do that. I mean, I, I couldn't do that to, you know, to the people I work with, and I can't do it for myself. Like, those days that I wasn't at work, I was still yeah. on my fucking well, work I laptop mean, like, working. So he, he tried to come to work, you know, and then he'd end up having AFib or his heart would start racing, one or two, mm-hmm. and, you know, pretty much have to leave oh. like, right away. Um, what they ended up finding out was it was a combination between his blood pressure uh-huh. along with his caffeine intake. Yeah. Here pretty... I am staring at my fucking energy drink for the first, you know, this is the first one that I've had since now, the Now, granted, thing, so. his was happening to him daily. Right. Yours hasn't hit daily. Well, it was right. before I went to the fucking, right. you know, you know, it was... Um, I had high blood pressure, and, and yeah. I've known that I've had kind of high, but not quite as high, because they won't take, they won't let you donate blood if your blood pressure is too high. Yeah. Um. Um. So I do, but I do. Not. Anyway, he ended up having to cut out caffeine altogether. Oh. Plus, go on a beta blocker. Oh well. That I, dude takes like a truckload worth of B twelve. <laughs> oh yeah, I I tend not to, and I really don't drink very many energy drinks like the only energy drink i take you know drink is basically here you know i have mountain dew every so often but i've cut that back by about 70 percent in the past you know in the past month or so so i've actually been drinking a lot of water and you know and i've reduced my intake of you know caffeine by a lot it's just that it wasn't enough apparently and there was other things that was causing problems so um so yeah, I'm gonna be changing my diet. Probably go back to keto, and uh, you know, and keto basically says, you know, well, I mean, the last time this happened, you started keto. Well, it wasn't right which, away, though. It, no, no, but that's when you start researching and you start keto, like a few months later. Yeah, and I've got another um, seventy pounds that I want to lose. So, uh, and uh, last time it actually. Dropped your blood pressure and your cholesterol down where they should be. My cholesterol's fine. Um, you know, my cholesterol level and my, you know, and my, you know, my, like, um, my blood sugar is fine. And, you know, I've got all of those things are normal. Uh, it's just that. It, it I, was just purely bro- blood pressure this and, time. And, and it was probably just stress induced. Like, like I said, you know, the weekend started it and then the really heavy day at work. You know, basically, so you know, push it over. Well, the edge. you've been on a roller coaster at work for a couple months right. now, so you know. Uh, so I do, I do play fucking video games to de-stress, right? So and and these these are the things that you know that help me chill. And I have been playing fuckloads of Division Two, like absolute You're fuckloads, like tier five plus now. I am basically set up right now to do a million dps with my uh my russie's at tier virgin tier virgin <laughs> tier by tier five um so i have i have a lmg build that is set up with uh the perk unstoppable which looks like the fucking rhino i'm sure you guys have seen yeah. it on uh on gear. actually i have 
two pieces of armor right now that have that perk. And anytime I get a new armor piece mm-hmm. that's better than the one I've got, right. if it doesn't have that perk on it, you best believe I'm going to the recalibration station and I'm moving that fucking perk. Right. So, uh, so I said on a previous episode that Unstoppable would be the uh, the thing to use it, because it scales with your armor and you only get more armor as you go up in world tiers. So uh, I was right. Uh, Unstoppable is extremely powerful. I mean, uh, it now it scales with your armor and the fact that it's two percent of your total of your total damage stacked per ten thousand right. total armor. I have twenty two. 22,000, uh, 220,000 armor. Yeah, I just had to fucking like reread that in my head. So I get 44%, you know, damage every time I kill something for seven seconds. Uh, and I'm using an LMG, which means that I can kill multiple things in a mag or a belt, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and that just means that I fucking just chew through enemies, just crazy chew through enemies. I got, I've got like, uh, overall, on my gear, base damage, I have 60% additional weapon damage to my LMG. Plus, another 44% when I kill something. So, I am doing fucking like 50k a shot. Uh, which just destroys things. I have no problems at all with challenge mode uh enemies they're a little spongy but that's that that's actually going to be fixed here in a little bit um yeah i have right now i'm i'm at uh not quite 110,000 so i'm stacked up to what is that 20% yeah after killing what? an enemy what is there to do now at world tier 5 so world tier 5 uh uh, a lot of what you do in the division once you get to the top end is basically farm gear because you uh, you end up getting uh, you know just incremental boosts to things uh, and you find the the set of gear that you want to build like for for instance my build is set up around weapon damage uh, using unstoppable so I'm looking for all of the brand sets that increase my damage to LMGs plus give me accuracy. And I'm not looking at crit so much, but I still want to have a little bit of crit, about 30% or so, because my secondary weapon is a rifle, which uses crit a lot. Uh, so right now my setup is LMG rifle, and I'm using the, sp- uh, the sniper specialization uh, to get additional stability which and additional headshot damage. And what are you farming, though? So um, what am I doing to farm, or what am I yeah, farming? Yeah, like, so to me... And this is where it's going to start to drop off for me. I'm going to hit World Tier 5, which I guess is kind of where I'm just kind of putting through right now. And feel like I don't have more content to go through. Like, I understand the gear farm thing, right? But what are you doing for fun to farm for that gear? So, I play, you know, I play a lot of challenge missions, which, you know, the the thing about the Division 2 is that the AI is different enough on every single map that you play, even if you play the same mission again. Those enemies are going to react. Yeah. It, it's just like I was telling you when uh, uh, when I was going through some of the missions with you, Justin. 
the black tusks were showing up in different spots than like the first time I ran through it. So the AI actually changes spawn points for the enemies, the exact number, the exact number in the in the group, etc. Right. So you get uh, you know with you know specifically with the black tusk, each one of the factions has uh, a different AI form. For instance, the hyenas will fucking rush you. Like yeah. they will they will do weird things to stay out of cover and be really aggressive and you know they'll try to just kind of bounce around a fucking corner or fucking do you know do weird things they don't use cover as much uh you know the outcasts they use uh they use cover a little bit more uh but they're still really aggressive so they come at you you know they send their fucking suicide bombers of course uh, and then they, God, it's fun blowing them up, right? But they they end up using a, a cover just a little bit more, but they move close, uh, steadily closer to you. Yeah, but uh, they also use fire, which right sucks. The outcasts, or not the outcasts, but the true sons, they use cover a little bit more, and they tend to stay at a specific distance. They don't uh, they don't rush you, except for the shotgunners. Uh, the, uh, they do flank you a lot. They, they they flank you a lot. They stay at mid range and then they come around you. They want to flank yeah. on both sides. Uh, and the uh, the what's the other one? Uh, the, the black, black tusk. tusk. This is the black tusk. They stay at a much larger range. They use cover a lot more. They know how to position themselves in cover at your flanks uh and they have uh they have a lot of tech so they will use their uh they'll use jamming grenades to jam your uh jam your skills uh and they'll use their dog robots to use as a a mobile flanker warhounds the fucking warhounds will jump uh will jump around your fucking flanks and snipe you uh each one of the the factions has a different playstyle to them, and when you start playing in challenge and probably in heroic mode, uh, those uh, those factions are different enough, and the spawn points and how the AI works, uh, you know, in this game, is different enough that each one of those playthroughs is still fun, even though I've probably played the mission a couple of, you know a couple dozen times now. Uh, so. I don't have a problem actually farming missions like I did in the division because there was one fucking mission in the you know in the original division game uh, that I forget exactly what the it was a hotel I think it was um, but you go in to the you know to the hotel area and you are immediately rushed by fucking you know shotgunners that are just fucking hard like those guys just raped your face every single time you played it on challenge. Um, to the point where you you had to really fight just to get into the first fucking room, or the power plant on or, challenge, or the power Fucked plant. You, yeah, yeah. Fucked so you there hard. was, there was, but they were predictable. I mean, yeah. you knew you were going to run into those shotgunners. I don't necessarily know I'm going to run into shotgunners when I go into these missions. I'm going to go, I'm, I know that there's going to be some, but there's probably not going to be the same set amount with the same pathing. They're going to find different ways to come at you based off of where your team is actually set up. 
So, uh, and I found out that the AI knows how much health you have. Uh, and if you're low on health, they will get more aggressive trying, trying to fish, finish you off. They will prioritize teammates that have less armor. Yes. And uh, they know when they can't win a fight. If you, uh, And one of the fun things that I've done with an LMG is I will be at about half armor. Somebody will you know, be like, he's fucking about ready to die. And they'll fucking rush me. I'll pop up, uh, pop up out of cover, and I will fucking ping them in the fucking chin like eight times with my fucking LMG, and I can tell exactly when the uh, when the AI says, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. Because it'll fucking, like, jitter a couple times, like, oh, shit, and then it'll try to fucking run towards cover. It knows when it can't win. Yeah. So it's it's a very interesting thing. Like, I can overpower... Somebody that's, you know, that thinks it's going to, you know, the AI is, you know, thinks it's going to win. I can overpower it and I can win up straight, straight up fights with, uh, with elites that fucking rush me by just popping them in the fucking chin a couple times with my, with my LMG. And they're like, oh shit, that hurt. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's really interesting to see, um, I, I've, raved about the AI in this game and they've done a really fantastic job of making sure that the AI in this game not only the uh, uh, the AI for the enemies but the uh, but the civilians uh, and your uh, in your buddies as well like you're the you know defending a fucking person or defending a target isn't nearly yeah. as hard in this game as it is in others so to answer my question you rerun the missions well I do a combination of missions and bounties, uh, and I haven't done a whole lot of free roam since I got into the World Tier Five. Um, you do, you can do the control points for some loot, but it's not very, it's not very time effective. Uh, but I find the most fun is in the missions, and if I'm playing solo or I don't want to group up with anybody, I just do the uh, the bounties by the by myself, and I can take you, on the challenging bounties. Myself. Do you see yourself continuing to play this for the next few weeks? Uh, probably. Um, the it's given you at least a solid month of content so far. Yeah, it, it has, and I I consider I'm really interested in re, really interested to see what the raids like. You know, honestly. I want to see what the raid's like, because um, I've heard the rumors going around and the data mined information for the uh, for the raid, and that it's going to be a multi-hour affair, and you know, and it's going to be rough. But I want that. I want I want a challenge. I want uh, I want a game that's going to you know to give me a uh, you know a, a fun time like. I know so far with, and we're not in Tier 5, but we're in mm -hmm. Tier 2. Me and Jason yeah. and Crystal are, Crystal's lagging behind a little bit, but me and Jason are at a fairly similar level, and then the other part of our clan is also rising up fairly quick, too. Yeah. So, um, we've all been about so even-ish level. Justin and I are squarely in the 350 range. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody else is catching up. Everybody else is in about the 300 range. Yeah. But, which isn't bad for us, in World of Warcraft terms, this is very much a play-as-you-go kind of thing. Right. You'd call us a guild of casuals, but we're playing it 
I don't know what two nights a week I've played with you last week mm-hmm. and the week before that probably two nights that I caught you on and I haven't played it every day, but I've played it some days. Right, I've been putting time into some other stuff that I'll get to when we get off the division. But like we've been having some fun with it. I it ranges in challenge mode for me from incredibly easy to holy fuck why am I dying so much? Right. Which is kind of weird. But like when we run the missions, I don't usually have trouble with the missions. Uh, it's mostly open world, and everybody calls in fucking reinforcements, and you're getting attacked from all sides, and there is no place to have cover. Like, there's no way, place to put your back against a wall or for some reason, you know? Right. There's there's some... Sometimes the open world kind of fucks you, uh, especially if you're trying to take yep. over a control point, and you end up getting a, you know, like a resource gathering group that's come by, and then a fucking elite squad that's come by, and like an elite patrol comes by. Yeah. Uh, you you end up main, having to fight off four different fucking waves of shit. Well, and also main thing too is even after we get into world tier five and we're really doing in game, we haven't even explored the dark zone yet, really. Yeah, and the like, dark zone is, and that could be a completely new play element. It's completely well, it's, different than I can say without a doubt like this has been one of my top games this year which is not what I saw it being like originally I wasn't planning on picking it up right it was a palate cleanse from Sekiro I tend to give Sekiro a good try tomorrow to see if I'm in that mood that I took tomorrow off but we shall see if I don't just jump back into the vision or into the game I was playing when Jason came over yeah yeah it's just um with uh uh, and I'm, I stay on top of the division news, uh, so I, I'm, you know, constantly aware when they're making changes, uh, you know, and I'm watching a bunch of YouTube channels that does, you know, news aggregates and, you know, build videos and things like that, uh, you know, which t- changed my mind on the whole, um, how I am building the, you know, the Unstoppable build. Uh, and there's going to be some changes coming up here in the next week or so. Uh, you know, in preparation for the raid, they're going to be changing some of the main talents. Uh, they're going to be, uh, you know, rebalancing certain things with the talents. And I'm, I'm fairly certain that Unstoppable is going to get a nerf. Uh, uh, and I've, I've just been going, and I know I'm more of a noob with this, but for my survivability, I've been getting the gear that gives you the armor on kill. Yeah. I've, so I do the build the part of the build that always gives me armor on kill, and then I buffed up LMG damage and elite damage. Yeah. Because I, I rock LMG and assault rifle, which has been my primary build, because I don't mind having the assault rifle even up close. I just set real high stability to where, and decent aim, so I can still shoot far with it, and then LMG everything else. Right. Because I need something that reloads fast when that LMG has to reload. Yeah, and for me, the marksman rifles didn't really fit. Like if the um, the the thing is is with the sniper tree, you get rifle damage, but you don't get marksman rifle damage. You know it's yeah. you know you get some things that help, like the headshot damage. You know part for the for the sharpshooter, but you don't necessarily get anything that's specific to using the sniper. You know the the marksman rifle sniper game. You know uh, rifles so. Uh, I've stayed away from using them. Uh, I've got a really good one, but I, I stayed away from using them because at, at one point there were, you know, they were the meta for uh, for PvP, you know, because you could set it up for a one shot headshot build. 
uh, for PvP, which is kind of cheesy, but, you know, what can you do? Um, but I, I felt like missing a shot with a, you know, with a marksman rifle was really punishing, whereas missing a shot with a rifle is nowhere near as punishing because the rate of fire on those things is way higher. Uh, so you miss a shot, you just make another shot, and you've got 20 rounds in the mag to what, go for it. What so. are you rocking for your skills? When I say skills, like your your activated skills. My activated skills is I use the Chem Launcher Heal and the Revive Hive. Uh, because so you don't do anything offensive. I don't do anything offensive. And if I did do anything offensive, it would be the Flamethrower Turret. Uh, because... And I've, you know, constant, you know, I've, the Revive Hive has saved my ass a couple times, but, uh, it doesn't always work, I've noticed. Uh, yeah. So. I've run into that myself. And that's a bug. They're, they're trying to nail down what's causing that, but, uh, the Revive Hive is supposed to, you know, revive you automatically if you go down, uh, once every, like, and three minutes. what'll happen is it. Always drops it. Right. It just doesn't always... But it just doesn't always activate. No, it activates, but it doesn't get the fourth charge in you. So you'll get three charges, and then you'll just still oh, be... Oh, no, there down. are times where it doesn't charge at all. Oh, well, either way. I, yeah. It's... You know, I notice that I, if I know I'm going down, I just basically hands off the fucking controls for a bit. Because if I move it doesn't always hit. The charge doesn't always hit me. So I just basically say, okay, I died. I'm going to wait. And now I'm coming back up. And there'll be weird times where they'll, you know, an enemy will straight up fucking kill me. I'll be not in a down state. I'll be a dead state. And the revive hive will, you know, revive me to full. Like, that's not supposed to do that, but I'll take it. You know, <laughs> so, uh, so I'll, uh, I, I don't, complain when that happens but when it is when i'm the last person up and i go down and i'm i'm relying on that revive hive to keep the whole fucking thing alive and it doesn't work that's really disappointing right um the flamethrower turret is really strong when applied in the right way so there are certain uh, certain places where you know that enemies are coming coming through the fucking door. Yeah. If you set up the you know that flame turret to fire basically directly at that door, as enemies come through, they're set on fire and they're just basically trying to put the fucking fire out for however long. It's like fucking 10, 15 seconds or whatever. That's way more time than you need to fucking mow them down. I know for me, I've been running... It's just going to sound redundant, but I've been running either the bombardier turret, the assault, the the, uh, the mortar, mortar launcher, turret. yeah, mortar launcher, or yeah. regular turret, and then I've been running either armor repair drone or crusader shield or shield that allows shotgun or the uh, drone that does extra damage too because you can assign targets as you move around. Mm -hmm. And me and Jason together, he was running Revive Hive and Turret, and I was running Assault Turret and Drone, for, or Assault Drone. And we were a very mobile squad, because with the... And then I was running Kimmel Entered sometimes, too. We, we most, were mowing most shit Most mobs, we were melting 
before our turrets even had time to deploy. Yeah. <laughs> well, or we'd start because I'm going. I went full on demolition because mm-hmm. I like explosive damage. I'm always throwing grenades, and we were getting into spots in these missions where you'd see a group of enemies and it would be just like, I'm going to throw the grenade or I deploy the turret and get ready to launch the mortar. And that's how it started. It'd be like grenade and mortar. It's the and start of the fight. And there goes six course, guys. We start getting in that group because I'm in sharp. I went sharpshooter tree also. Right. I'd throw the flashbang. Yep. So, so he could throw the grenade. You know, and it keep them there until the grenade explodes. So there's an there's another so, yeah. build that I w- I was thinking about doing. Um, eventually, I'm going to get into the survivalist tree, and of survivalist tree is pretty cool too. That's the know, only other one I've explored. So the survivalist tree has you know it has probably the best grenade in the game. It has the incendiary grenade, which you know sets enemies on fire, which does more than the flashbang does because a it does damage. Uh, and B, fire puts them, you know, makes them so that they can't shoot. Whereas the flashbang, they're still hip firing. Um, they're just not really accurate. Uh, so the fire grenade will, uh, and, and it's a persistent effect. So you can actually do an area denial for them. You can set up a firewall so that they can't flank you. Uh, and the fire, if you hit, you know, if you throw the fucking grenade up on a ledge, the fire goes down to the you know to the floor as well. So uh, it works in a vertical space, and, and the flashbang doesn't necessarily do that. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to the incendiary grenade, and I'm thinking about doing a specific build that ha- uh, that is uh, there's an, uh, a chest armor piece that you can get at. Uh, talent for that gives you 150% radius to your grenade and it refunds the grenade if somebody dies to the grenade. So with the incendiary grenade, you can set up a massive area of fire. And if something dies to the fire, you get the grenade back. So you just continually fucking do that. Uh, so that's, it's, it's currently called the firebug build because you can do that and then you have the flame turret and you can basically control everything in the fucking map with fire and because the special you know the the survivalist tree actually gets their uh their arrows their specialist ammo based off of killing things that have a status effect all of that is a status effect so you start killing things you end up getting explosive arrows which of course does explosive damage and a small fire radius so it's the firebug build and i'm thinking about doing that and i've got i've set up i've saved some ars so that i can use uh, you know an ar for it it's really tempting it's really tempting to have that because fire is such a strong cc ability in this game yeah it does though i would probably for a while, I would probably miss, you know, melting armor on elites with that fucking 50 cal. It's all right. See, the 50 cal is all right, but you have to hit the headshot. If you don't hit the headshot, it's basically useless. I can hit harder on a body shot with my rifle than the 50 cal hits on a, you know, on a body shot. It's, its main thing is you have to ping him in the head. Yeah. If you can ping him in the head... 
and I showed Crystal this, I pinged things in the head for 1.5 million damage. I'm like, boom, it's it's gonna die. But, you know, and pretty much anything that's not a named boss does just fall over. And you're like, okay, well, that sniper's gone. Um, but, you know, I, I like the idea of being able to control the battlefield more, especially once you get into the, the challenging and heroic difficulties. Those, uh, those enemies that love to rush you, you can keep them at bay with fire, and it's amazing. So we'll probably explore more of those builds as we go. I think overall we've discussed that this game at length, I'm going to move on a little bit. Okay. No, I'm just saying. We're going to have plenty of content for this week by week, I think. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I finally c- found a clan. Yeah. There's, there's that. Yeah. I know. Join the streaming clan. <laughs> I went through, um, was going through games and I was in the mood for roguelites again. And I, to kind of re-up on what I was talking about a couple weeks ago, I started playing um, Shortest Trip to Earth again. Which went through a whole bunch of updates. It's basically another FDL, but you can aim your weapons. And I played that at length because it's a game that you can literally save anywhere, just like you can FTL or Darkest Dungeon or something like that. And that game's still really good, so if you get a chance to check it out on Steam, it's in early access but totally playable. What was that game? Shortest Trip to Earth. It'll run on a potato. Um, cleaner graphics in FTL, but very much the same game. Um the only other one like that that I can find that I like. Um, I was in a mood to play at Roguelites, and I'd spent so much money regu- lately, I decided I wanted to get something for me that was just goofy and light. So I got Slay the Spire, and that's not the type of game I'd normally go for. Yeah. Um, it is the highest rated Roguelite that has come out in the last five years, and now I figured out why. It is addictive as fuck. <laughs> um, you have three archetypes. So you have... A guy that uses basically a sword, the guy that's basically a rogue, and a guy that's basically, you could call him a wizard or an elementalist. And the guy that does the sword, the, the way the game plays is you get a starter deck when you start. And you get into these battles and you play the cards out, and they're either attack or defense or status effect, etc. You have so much energy and each of those cards has an energy value assigned to it, so you use so much energy to play a card. And you'll be able, the enemy telegraphs what they're going to do next, so you kind of know what you need to play. But you always get a random set of cards out of your draw pile that goes to your discard pile. And then when you run out of draw pile, it reshuffles your discard pile and moves that to your draw pile. So there are cards that get permanently discarded. That's part of the way this game works. There are ways to get rid of cards permanently. There are ways to buy new cards. For every normal mob you get, you you fight, you end up getting a card. Um, You get to pick like one of three. And then you get these things called artifacts that change the way your game plays. The way the game works is you got to go through all three levels of the Spire and fight the end boss. Every level has a boss, and then every set of cards, again, changes the way you play, and there are different ways to build your deck for each character. So where the sword guy excels in straight attack and defend. Um, He's pretty black and white in what he does, um, and he's basically the starter guy. He's the first guy on the left when you're trying to play. you got the rogue that relies on successive attacks and poison mostly. And he has a lot of builds that rely around being able to play multiple cards at once. Um, so you get a whole bunch of small attacks, but a whole lot of them. Um, and then you're either avoiding damage altogether or blocking damage or getting crazy builds. I got this build that normally you can play three cards, so you normally start out with three energy. 
And I got a build with him where I got an artifact that if I had no cards, I get to draw another card. And I got a lot of cards that had a zero energy value assigned to them, so I usually would go through my entire deck until I ran out of energy. So I'd go through like 30 cards at a time, where I usually would play three. So it just, <laughs> just I beat that was the that was the build that I used to beat the game the first time, and I've already beat it once. Um, but every time you basically get so much XP for it, you unlock new abilities or artifacts that you can get obtained on your run and new cards that you can obtain on your run. So it changes up the way you build your character and the way you play. Sweet. Um, extremely addictive. Um, very unique art style. Very unique gameplay. Very dynamic gameplay. You go on runs and you get a shit deck and you build it the wrong way because you think you're going a certain way with your deck. And after you play this a lot, you'll figure out what you want to do. Magic the Gathering, the RPG game. Yeah, kind of. It's super fun, though. It's super, <laughs> super fun. 100% worth not even on sale Already, it just released out of early access this year. It's one of my contenders right now for like a top game this year. It's super good, um, and I recommend just watch a couple people play it online. Kind of decide if that's the kind of thing you want to play. Elementalist is a unique class. So basically, like I was talking about the rogue being about successive attacks. Mm. He gets elements that he can charge up. So he's got these spheres of energy that surround him. So you can play one of your energy cards to build up one of the like a lightning ball or a uh, an ice ball or a dark matter ball or whatever. And each one of those does an attack or a status after it's done. So the frost ones give you like armor where the lightning ones do whatever damage value is assigned to it based on how many charges you got. Right. So at the end of your turn, all of those things play out. So you're kind of playing in advance through the end of your turn to see what's going to happen. So you load yourself up and then he does damage afterwards and it's, or he does statuses afterwards or he does armor afterwards or whatever and you kind of like load yourself up and then your cards all play off that ability it's a little more complex than the other two but also feels really rewarding when you kind of get a good rhythm going with it it's uh so you get stronger based off every turn yes and it's really interesting how it plays like i just i think as far as an rpg and a roguelike it has infinite replayability i was playing it when jason walked in Uh, i played what about a 20 minute run yeah i dig the art style a lot and it's a it run on anything. It'd run on your phone. I mean, it's it's a great RPG card battler, and it just everything just fits buttery smooth with that game. And so it's I will completely offline, right? Yes, yeah. it's you I versus like AI. I like that. Something you could play on your laptop, probably. My potato laptop. Yeah, but aside from all that, have you guys played anything else? Uh. I've played more Beat Saber, uh, but that, I mean, that that's normal for me. The difference here is I d- did actually spend for the uh, the Monster Cat pack and uh, decided that it was worth it to pick up the Monster Cat pack. It's normally 15 bucks. I had it for like 30% off or some shit. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Uh, I like Monster Cat and it, it supports the, 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 mappers because they did go to the community to pick up some uh some of the compete the community mappers uh to map those songs and oh boy the expert pluses on that are difficult holy balls is it difficult like jason's seen some of the you know the expert pluses that you know that the community's made yeah these are somehow worse um they're not necessarily like overly difficult, like not stupid fast, like some of them have been, 
they just have really complex moves, and they're different than pretty much everything that I've seen so far. Which is, I mean, there's only so many places that you can put blocks in, you know, in Beat Saber. You know, just the way that the, you know, that the game works. But um, the the way that they have you moving in uh, in these expert pluses is a little bit different. And they've done a lot more of the uh, separated hands uh, movements where you have to have one beat going with your left hand and a different beat going with your right. Um, and it really is difficult in some, uh, in some places. Some, the songs are really good and the, uh, once you beat one, it's really rewarding. It's just, uh, I've been playing expert pluses for, uh, for a minute and these are throwing me for a loop. Uh, I will eventually get them. It's just that. Yeah, each one of the movesets is different for each one of the songs, which is good. is a really good thing. I like having a challenge to those, but I've started failing, you know, failing songs more. Whereas I was able to finish most songs that I was starting, you know, beforehand. So um, to be able to play these songs, though, I had to upgrade to the uh, to the latest uh, to the latest version, which means that some of the mods are broken. And uh, I did find out, you know, over the last week or so, uh, that Mod Saber is no longer a thing. The whole site's shut down. Um, I guess the guy that was running it was having mental issues, and he decided that enough was enough, and he, you know, shut down his site, and the Mod Saber tool no longer works. The, you know, none, none of it works. There is a, uh, there is a, uh, the modding community has actually basically taken the source code for Mod Saber uh, and changed the targets. So, uh, so if you download the newest version of the tool, it will point to a different, you know, library source for all the mods. Uh, but the mods are still being updated to the latest, uh, latest version of the game. So, uh, you have to kind of bear with the modding community a little bit but uh most of the mods work there's some quirks in the ui that you have to actually do like you have to refresh the song when you first you know load the game just to get your extra songs uh but most of the most of the stuff works I, i've run into some frame rate issues with it now and i'm trying to figure out i'm troubleshooting that right now to find out why it's causing frame rate issues with my oculus but hmm. it's really it, it it seems like it's bugging out the game, and I might just need to you know just uninstall it and download it fresh. I just don't want to lose my high scores. Does that make sense? So uh, I have to figure out where the high scores are stored. Um, I don't think I've played any you know anything else really. You know, it's it's been I pretty you know went pretty hard on you know Division Two. I kind of want to get all $119 out of it. And I think I've, I've gotten to a point where it's, you know, I've gotten about that much amount of gameplay out of it. You know, seven plus days logged in, which is pretty crazy considering. You know, it's not as much as some of the, you know, like the streamers or YouTubers or whatever, but, you know, it's, I'm a working adult, so that's pretty, you know, it's a lot. 
It's definitely uh, not even giving your time to bait it. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I, I have been looking for you know for a new game to play. It's just uh, right around this time of year, it dries up. Uh, there isn't a whole lot. Uh, I mean, the only game that I'm really looking forward to this year is Borderlands Three. You know, that's coming out in September. So, you know, I've got I've got a lull right now. So. Um, I'm just going through other stuff. That's in with my ADD. Uh, for me, I always have to have a sideline game to kind of play. Well, I'm probably going to. I started playing, you know, uh, Final Fantasy 15 again, I, and I really wanted to actually, you know, play that on PC. So I might pick that up and play a little bit more of that. Um, uh, I've been still looking for decent VR titles. Uh, unfortunately, they're really hard to find. The the really good, de- you know, decent VR titles are basically one note wonders. Uh, you'll find a gem that does one thing really well, uh, but doesn't give you a full, complete, like polished package, uh, which is kind of disappointing. Um, you know, like Beat Saber is fun to you know to you know to play because. You know, it's songs that I like, and it keeps me moving, but it's basically the same songs over and over again, right? So, I'm looking for something different, and I don't want a shooter, but that's what the game, you know, that's what the whole fucking, you know, system is kind of built around as a shooter. So, eh, I'm, I'm still looking. Um, not really regretting the VR purchase, it's just, I need to find a purpose for it. Right, you know, outside the two, two words, elite, elite dangerous, dangerous. See, if I got into elite, the 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 only thing that's preventing me from playing elite dangerous is it's the you. fact that it would it would be the only thing I talked about. It would be my next Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, it would be, you know, it would be the thing that I did all the fucking time, and honestly. Nobody wants to hear about my escapades in the fucking, like, the the black. You know, uh, I honestly believe that talking about Elite Dangerous is, is, is super niche because Elite Dangerous has been out for a bit and you kind of have to have an understanding of the world or the universe or the galaxy or whatever. I'm not even saying for the show. I'm just saying that it has been the most impressive thing in VR I've ever done. And you know what? It's still going to be impressive when I get to it. <laughs> it's it's not gonna go away. It's it's just it's still gonna be there. It's you know it's just I've got that on the back burner because I want new content, uh, and I want to play something new uh, that's not Warframe. And you know, and I've gotten en- enough shit about Warframe, and I'm you know, and Division is still new and evolving at the moment. So I'm yeah. So I say we take a break. Uh, I agree. We'll be back, folks. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. We've been PC part picking and picking apart PCs. Yeah, pretty much. I just, it's on my mind. So, 
That's that's the thing that's happening. So Rusty's going to let my cheap bastard self try to build something because we know that Rusty likes leap parts, and I I like parts that work that don't break the bank. Uh, I pretty much I I I I really over engineer whenever I uh, do a PC build. It's really hard for me to build a uh, build a budget PC because I know there's better parts out there. And why? What would have you... I had that is broke? The most expensive thing I have on my computer, which was that Titan. Is the only thing that's broken since I've had the podcast. I know, and, and my expensive ass mouse, my molten edition razor mouse, is the other thing that broke, and my chroma version keyboard is the other thing that broke. All okay, the normal, you're not giving me any, uh, any all more fuzzies my, here. All my normal stuff that I've gotten works fine. Okay, my well, MSI board that Rusty abolishes MSI I, has been working since 2011, eight motherfucking years. Which means you need an upgrade. <laughs> so, I, I know have, I have that stupid that stupid i seven Wonderbar car or fucking processor overclocked at five gigahertz at this point. <laughs> so, I built a PC long fucking time ago, used it for fucking years, did an upgrade to my PC, gave that those parts to my mom. And my mom still uses it, and that part, those parts are probably like fucking thirteen years old now, still fucking running, still going. I know it's. I, I know that certain things just don't break, uh, but I've had, uh, I've been burned before, so <laughs> I've had to return motherboards. Jason's attested to this. Yep. Uh, so, um, yeah. I just want something that works, and we need to and and we need to fix what we've got. Going I'm just on. in a weird spot. I either have it's either feast or famine with me, and I'm finally in a spot where I'm more on the side of fam or feast than I am famine. But from building PCs with a budget in high school, when everything was expensive and I was going to CompUSA for everything, to building PCs in college with limited disbursement and having five hundred dollars for a build, so that I and maximizing that build, I have turned into quite the uh, budget overclocker. With a lot of things, and I've done AMD and Intel, and I even had a Voodoo card a long time ago. Oh, I had a Voodoo card too. So, and then most recently, I have stretched this build to the fucking max, um, and I'm still playing pretty modern stuff. I was playing Metro earlier this year on this yeah, build, it's, it, and I'm not having a lot of issues. It's just I have an i7. It's at 2600i, I think, Sandy Bridge. And that thing is just fucking screaming still. It is. Look that up. The 2600i i7 has some of the best reviews of any chipset out there because it is so fucking overclockable. All right. And it is it is bulletproof. Okay. I mean, I... I... Somebody was telling me the other day at work, it's like, it doesn't have 16 cores. And it's like, you only use one core at a time per process in your gaming, so you're using a single core. Unless you're playing RimWorld, which has a crazy looking normal ass graphics it uses multi-threading for all sorts of other shit then it might use 16 cores but with the shit you're playing right the battlefield and everything else that isn't going to use cores <laughs> that's right you just need good single core you know you need good single processor. core power so you know people just don't understand that and people that sell these things you know they're they're unlock all the fucking cores uh, yeah do you do a shitload of web browsing and twitch and everything else at the same time sure you're using the extra processing power so you can watch other people play video games while you play video games. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, but uh, I I have... Oh, That's what not. you're really getting out of that. Not more power for your video game. Right. I have 
you know, I have eight cores going on my system, but it's um, if you're rendering models, yeah, then yes, yes, you're not nobody. There, there's like one person out there that listens to the show that does that shit. That's telling me, "Fuck you!" I use it for everything, but right. it doesn't matter. You're playing video games. You I, could run this. I need. You could run this on a fucking fast ass quad core. If there was a fast ass quad core out there, I need 128 cores. Right, I must have. <laughs> right. I mean, you're just looking at the throughput cache on the on the damn processor plus the actual speed and the modability. You're looking for an unlocked processor. You don't want a locked processor, otherwise yeah. you are always stuck at the speed it's got. Right. You know, so we're we're gonna end up getting you know, we're gonna get up a, uh, a rig. I think that's I three or AMD build and Rusty is cringing with this. He's like it has to be at least four cars. And it well he's like I'm not sure about AMD. Uh, I, the only reason why I want four cores is because if I do have other things pulled up, say like fucking, you know, uh, Reddit or whatever, yeah, Reddit or something, you know, something you know pulled up there or something gets thrown over to the other core, I just want something that's dedicated to recording. And, and I don't blame you for that, you know. And you know, and two core systems have just been not a good thing for me in the past. So you know, four is the least I would build. Um, you know, in random ass news, and I can relate to this a little bit. Frostpunk, that game I like so much, uh-huh. um, is coming to console soon. Yay! Also, I will say that the new scenario editor—it's not editor. Well, they got an editor, but they've got a new like endless survival modes kind of thing uh-huh. that lets you play on basically normal or freeze your ass off hard. And I've been playing it on like the passive mode where some things happen and it what it does is it just kind of like rises up random events that do cause issues but lets you gives you a really large area to expand expand in for the city and it's actually really really like comatose phone if that makes any sense. So you basically it's, can you, you can know. just go into total sim city mode with it. Mm. And that's really fun because, like, they give you kind of a weird spread of the land. One of the ones I'm doing is basically like a, a, a almost U-shaped valley. So think like a 70-degree angle kind of thing, like a boomerang, mm-hmm. right? And in that angle, there is resources on either end. And then they're kind of spread out. So you have to realign. You're not arranging it in a spoke. You're arranging it in like a weird boomerang fashion. Interesting, because that game is basically built around making a central hub. Yeah, so you have to spread out your your heat differently, but it's uh that's one of the layouts that you have to start with uh, that that layout for that setup, and then it has all the random events and everything else. Frostpunk is amazing. I really like that game, and if you like city builders with a tinge of roguelike to them, it's like city builder with a survival element. Um, it's just cool. I can't think of any game that does things quite like it does. But, yes, Frostpunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those of us that still haven't gotten a Switch like myself, Octopath Traveler is coming out on June 7th through the PC. Which That's a really busy month for video gaming for me. But I may pick that up this year. Yeah. it's. Uh, I can recommend it because it's, it's got a neat art style to it. Uh, it does get grindy a bit. So, you know, prepare, prepare yourself for that. Good you know, podcast game. So you end up, you know, basically fighting enemies over and over again just to level up. Um, but it's not a bad experience. It's you know, it's a fairly fairly basic uh, RPG style, but 
each one of the characters has its its unique perks, which it's it's nice. I, give it a shot if you haven't played it. It's 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 a good classic RPG. So, Jason, I've got other things, but Jason, do you have anything? Uh, actually, you took it with the Octopath. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, then I'll give you something else. Um, aside from that, there's a Nepal banned online gaming PUBG citing negative impact on children. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so. It's a Reuter story. Yeah, if you, uh, it, there's there's been some bans recently for you know for video games and you know in different countries based off of what the perceived you know notion of these games are if it's affecting kids ability to learn or if it's violent which we've all heard that shit before right um i forget exactly which one this is all about is this uh you know this one taking the it's too violent for kids, or is it and addictive? Oh, it's violent and addictive. Mm. Fuck it. I mean, yeah. So their uh, communications director has ceased all connections with servers at this point. Oh, that's what it's like living in a country without free speech laws. Well, if you, I mean, if if you want to, uh, if you want to play video games, you know, and there's there's certain things like, for instance. You know, PUBG is an M-rated game. It's you know, it's bloody and violent, and you know, you're you're set out to kill other people and fucking, you know, a uh, you know, f- fucking Hunger Games style fucking game, right? Uh, so yeah, it's not for kids. It's not supposed to be played by kids. It's supposed to be played by you know, young adults. These are you know, these are things that. That's what the the rating system that we have here, uh, you know, it, it's meant to prevent you know kids from playing these types of games. But it's up to the you know up to the parent, right? Right. Um, Fortnite is basically the same damn thing, just, right? Just more just, cartoony and just no blood, right? Just more cartoony. So you know, why why PUBG and not Fortnite? You know, I'm not sure if they've banned Fortnite, but if they banned PUBG, you know, you would imagine that Fortnite would be the next thing that these kids would go to, right? You would imagine. Yeah, it's, you know, so banning PUBG is kind of uh, a, a weird move, I think, by, you know, by the government um, in Nepal because there's other games like it. And if they ban PUBG and Fortnite, then they've got Apex Legends, which is, you know, you know, another uh, Battle Royale game, you know, and probably objectively better than the two previous to it. I mean, PUBG's time is kind of over, you know, and seeing that it's being... It's not over in China, I'll tell you that much. Well, as far as, you know, as as the gameplay statistics are concerned, um, I'm not exactly 100% on the, you know, on the numbers, but I can tell you that most people who play PUBG has moved over to Apex Legends because the systems are better. You know, you know, the, the game. It might be here locally, but it's still running really strong. You know, it's, it's, you know, Apex has kind of exploded. It was kind of a sleeper hit this year um, because... Nobody knew it was coming out. No, no, there was no indications that this game was even a thing. 
they just kind of slipped it onto the fucking, you know, you know, slipped it up onto the fucking internet and let people kind of discover it and it exploded. You know, of course, Twitch helped, you know, because there was a lot of coverage on Twitch, uh, which kind of got the, uh, you know, got the fire started really. But I mean, looking at, looking at the game, I haven't really played it myself, but, you know, outside of maybe trying a couple matches, but, um, you know, battle royales are not for me. I can tell you that, you know, it's, it's too much like Call of Duty to me. Here's your concurrent players with PUBG right now. So and it started in March 2017, 17,551 concurrent players. At its peak in January of last year, is it 1,584,000 people concurrently? Yeah. Um, as of right now, running about 410,000 people concurrently. Yeah. 356,000 people playing 16 minutes ago. Yeah. So. So concurrent player base, that's huge. But I total heard, people that have bought the game is four hundred million people have purchased that game. Right. But you have to purchase that game, whereas Apex Legends is free. So I mean there's there's a difference, you know, in that it's way easier to get into Apex Legends and the systems are better. Yeah. So there was, you know, I, and I, like I said, I don't have the numbers, but I, I've heard over a million people pl- you know, playing concurrently just a couple weeks after the game released, which so, is pretty but, big. But I'm mean, here's what I'm saying. So Apex has hit 50 million players total. Right. Where PUBG had 400 million. But, Concurrent players right now in Apex is double what PUBG is. Okay. But PUBG is an older game. I'm just saying, like, out of those games, like, PUBG is still going extremely strong. It's still going strong, sure. But, you know, you're you're looking at, well, you said 50 million, right? Well, total people when you got 400 in PUBG. Right. But you're looking at the space of, a, what, two months here versus two years I don't doubt that it's exploded. There. I'm just saying <laughs> the longevity so far on PUBG has been two years. Right. You, you, and we don't know what the longevity is on Apex or Fortnite until people get bored and do something else, right? No, I mean, there's still people going back to Apex Legends from, you know, from like, say, Division 2 and, you know, and other games because they'll try something new, but they tend to go back to what, you know, what they like. And if they like the Battle Royale system, I mean, that's more power to them, I guess. Yeah, everybody has their likes. Um, Just not for me, you know, not not a thing. You know, Fortnite's running about eight million concurrent people playing it. Well, Fortnite also has the you know the benefit of being free. Um, Both of those do, right? I'm just saying it's it, that's a huge amount. And let me just put it in perspective: Counter Strike as a game that usually has a consistent high player base mm-hmm. usually runs about a, a hundred thousand concurrent players. Yeah, but and that has been a game that has been around a while, right? But the the Counter Strike folks it. For uh, Fortnite's easy to kind of get into, um, you know, and uh, I, I guess Apex Legends is a little bit more technical, uh, so it's not quite as easy to get into for, say, like, you know, your average kid. Uh, but I'm sure they'll get through. Counter-Strike Go is at about 250,000 concurrent still. <laughs> Counter-Strike has... As of 15 know, minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Counter Strike has a very dedicated player base, uh, which 
a lot of those players have been playing Counter-Strike for fucking years, which means that they're stupid, stupid good at the game. Uh, and Shit, they're still going strong. This is, you know how that game's been around for a long time, right? Right. I'm just going to keep hitting and see more data. When did it come out? Like three years ago? Fucking Counter-Strike Go. Um... So this data goes all the way to January 2016. Every month, between six to 800,000 concurrent players for three years. February 654.07. The day it released, 667,000. Yeah. That is crazy consistent. Well, I mean, Counter-Strike itself was a really popular uh, LAN party game when, you know, when I played the original. It's very different than it used to be. Yeah, I know it's different than it used to be, but... PUBG concurrent players last month was 1,084,000 on average. Yeah. I and mean, we're talking in the middle. I'm pulling literal data right now. Yeah. So 1,000,000 concurrent players where Fortnite right now is about 8. Apex is still sitting around 4 or 5. Yeah. But, I mean, Apex is new, so, uh, and it's not for everybody, you know, and I know that Apex being new is, you know, is a thing, but and I'm not really defending anyone over the other, really. honestly, it's just a, uh, it's just a person's preference, you know, people really like Counter-Strike, and, and some people none of like, us here really just play multiplayer shooters that are competitive anymore, so it's you know, kind of what it is what it is. Right, and I've not played any of them for any length of time, so... Yeah, I played three matches of PUBG and decided it wasn't my game. Right. And I played Took too long to ramp up. About the same for Apex Legends, and and then I installed the fucker because I was like, okay, well, this is not for me. <laughs> Just as a quick update, and um, I know you love to hate this game, right? But I'm still kind of waiting to see what oh, they do with it. Oh, boy. Fallout 76 says relating a huge dungeon. Uh, I say huge. I don't know how big it is. Oh, my God. Um, and some new quest lines and some new adjustments to items Fuck and a whole bunch of new events. Fuck this game so hard. So you want to know something? Um, I'm going to start playing it again. Oh, Jesus. Me and Trent were talking about it the other day. Like him and Crystal, I guess, have been, his girlfriend have been playing it for quite a while. I'm off sorry. And on. It's okay why, to hate. Why, why, why would you do this? So... But I have my own fucking thing. Like, just recently, there was there was a news story that was broke that uh, that Bethesda is going to be selling a repair kit, which you can buy with atoms, which allows you to repair your items at any place in the game without having to go back to a workbench and without using any of your uh, your junk. Uh, you can then purchase this piece, which allows you to do something. I would say is convenient, right? You know, yeah, it doesn't really affect make you better than anybody else. Well, it just it makes you a whale. You, you, it's the same thing as Assassin's Assassin's Creed. I will tell you, Ubisoft, and I'm surprised the division hasn't been worse. Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed, if you go into the menus right now for either of the last two games, is just bloated with this. Buy this new spear. Buy this new item that'll make you better. Buy this new XP boost. Here's an XP boost that lasts three hours. It's nearly a mobile game market if you go into their store to a ridiculous degree. And so when it comes to offensiveness, Ubisoft doesn't just jump over the fence. They jump over the fence and tumble down the hill, go under the water, come up to the water, go onto the <laughs> other side of the world. Fallout has touched on this, but everything else has been cosmetic and there hasn't been a very big variety of items. So there's, there's a key difference here. 
when Fallout 76 was initially, you know, announced and the whole monetization behind it was uh, was put out there, uh, Bethesda basically said that they was not going to sell power in the Atom Store. There was not going to be anything that would be, you know, that would change your gameplay available in the Atom Store. Okay, well, it allows uh, you to. Rep- do you understand what that mechanic is? Doing the uh, doing the repair, you know, allows you to not have to stop what you're doing and go repair your item at the workbench. I know you have to collect junk. You use that junk to you know to use uh, use the components to repair your item, and you have to go to a workbench to do that. But let me explain that game loop a little bit. So you're always picking up junk, or you're deconstructing stuff into junk as you go through the game, right? And most items, except when you're low level and you have nothing, have all the things that you need to repair said item. And most of the time I carry like four or five different weapons and I go through each of them. So I basically have a loadout of sorts, right, that I go Mm -hmm. through until I run out of everything. You run into workbenches as you go through the game anyway. Right. So the real only real reason for this is for somebody, which may be Trent, who gets too bored and says, oh, I bought that item, and now instead of using my junk for part of my my 10% of junk for this and me stopping at the workbenches that pop up during my questing anyway, I'm now going to repair because I am that lazy. Well, there's that. But But I don't feel like it's – we're not talking a significant upgrade to gameplay experience. It's not a significant upgrade to gameplay experience, but it does have have the ability of, uh, of providing an entry point. He is. This is literally the one time the pastor said "fuck" when you got another guy out there that is like lambasting I and know, blading everything else, and it's easy because it's Billy Graham and everybody <laughs> wants to hate him, right? So that's what this is, and I understand where you're going for it, but just it's just Fallout seventy six. Take off the name, and you're like, oh, okay. okay. So the division, if it did one thing like this, let's say the division, because you don't really repair items in division, no, right? You know, so. But, it the, would. It's not like something in the division that says you get free reconstruction all the time. Because if you did that, you know how fucking broke that would be. If if I if, if, if you there could was reconst- a com- if there was a consumable in division two that allowed you to recalibrate an item twice, you best believe you'd be you spending money best on it. Believe people would be abusing the fuck out of that. But I'm just saying it's nothing that game changing. Right. We're talking about we're talking about getting a free emote in the division. Bad. Right. So, I mean. Or you getting wore out at not getting the right hat out of the fucking chest because you've been earning them. I'm not worried about this. And you spend nineteen ninety nine on gun skins and whatever, right? I'm not worried about this. I have not I'm spent not worried about it, but pit. I do earn oh, earn up the chits for that shit, and I will spend it on I'm, the damn chest. I am. Okay, so. But it's only on the shit you earn while you level up. You get, yeah, I was given 200 premium credits when I started Division 2. You know how many uh, premium credits I still have? 200. You know how many fucking monies I, uh, I put into this fucking game? Not a goddamn thing outside of the purchase but I'm, price. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what you're complaining about with Fallout 76 is super fucking minor. Well, it may be minor, but I'm worried about what it's going to do for the long haul of that game, You'll as never much play as, it, so you're not as, worried. as much as I could be worried about Fallout 76, because like you said, I will probably never buy this game and I will probably never play this game. Fuck, if somebody gave it to me for free, it would collect dust on the shelf because I hate the game just by proxy. So I, 
the the and one of the major reasons why I don't like this game is because they took what I believed would be a very good idea for a single player game and uh, tried to make it a games as a service game. Oh, and it's, it's it's not a games as a service game. Well, it kind of is because it's an always online multiplayer fucking version of Fallout. And honestly, that not, doesn't nobody really... nobody asked for this. It's an experiment. So and it's I not can, as bad as people I, give it shit for. And I can tell you that it's an experiment that's pretty much fallen on its face. It has gotten it is the easiest thing to hate on the internet right now. Still well, it still is, yes, and yes, there is a lot of people fucking hating on it. And yes, I have colored my opinion based off of a lot of fucking reviews. It is literally the thing that will get you YouTube views at this point, still. But I can. All you got to do is hate Fallout seventy six, and you're popular on the internet, <laughs> right? But which is one of the and the punk rock in me really hates that, right? Because, so I'm gonna still grab that ugly ass dog, and I'm gonna pet the shit out of him. Right? He's the, gonna get the fucking love he deserves in premium dog food. The the one thing that I want to take away, I want you all to take away from this, is that if a microtransaction is in a game, and it is. You know, and, and I know that this is the way that shit's going to be because fucking corporations and how they have to fucking make money and whatnot. If there's going to be microtransactions in a game, have it be kind of like what the current, you know, microtransactions are in The Division 2. Because uh, it is completely optional and you don't have to do it, you know, and you can still get everything in the fucking game eventually. It's just... The moment that you add any type of consumable item to the you know to the mix that allows people to buy it over and over again, that may have a small impact on the you know on the gameplay based off of the fact that you're not having to, having to spend your junk or spend your time to go repair something. That is kind of the entry point to a possible you know possibly adding more and more power to that fucking marketplace. And that is a very dangerous point to be in because as soon as you open the door for this, it opens the door for other worse ideas. The door's already open. And well, Ubisoft is, like, and, and, <laughs> is ridiculous with it. And, I am so glad they have not followed the Assassin's Creed model because that was the one thing I was worried about with Division is we're going to get more XP boosts. We're going to get more clothing packs. We're going to get all these... Like, you got the clothing packs, and that's fine. Right. But just, they even have gold weapons that change out daily on that epic loot that changes out daily that you can fucking buy. So, the so the, it's the Assassin's Creed thing, I get you. I, I get actually your point. like Assassin's Creed. I get your point. The Assassin's Creed microtransactions are bad. I can tell you that it is a, it's a bad thing. But it's a single-player game. You're buying these things, and you're, uh, you are... One hundred and ten percent shooting yourself in the foot if you buy these, you know these these items using your real world money because you what, are two games with, three games before it they had an online game that had power up items too and they got themselves fucking lambasted for that shit too. I'm it's just saying just, it's just this trend is something that needs to stop 
It needs you need to stop providing the only th- the biggest thing problem with Assassin's Creed or Assassin's Creed Fallout seventy six right now is the, not being able to go into the fucking vault. So I'm excited to try one of their dungeons and see what it's like. So I will take that, blow the dust off of it on Tuesday, and give it a shot and talk to you guys later. Okay. Well, guess what? I go ahead. I'm me and Trent and Crystal have a good old time. I'm one hundred ten percent. You know, you know, for you to go try to get as much out of that fucking you know money that you spent on that game as you possibly can. Because, it's something different because the dust on top of it is probably worth more to me. <laughs> You're ridiculous, um, Jason. You got anything else? <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, <laughs> is it time to wrap this sucker up? I think so. <laughs> Hey. All right. With that, find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash TiltCast. Mm. And I would like to tell you who's currently making podcasts that also are listening, that, okay. that we're going to broadcast. I'm going to stop talking about the old stuff, and okay. I'm going to tell you that For the Love of Gaming is still doing a video game show. Yes. And I'll also say that BMFCast.com does a motherfucking podcast every week. Yeah. You've got NoQuarters.net, which does a monthly podcast with the same folks. Yo. And you have TVG, DVGP.TV <laughs> that has the probably the friendliest gamer community on the internet right now. Yeah. So with that, that's the end of the damn show. All right. Peace. Peace.